Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 731 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. We continue this Wednesday to explore new trails on how to gain wisdom through a biblical worldview. In the first few weeks, we will plot out what a biblical worldview is and why it is so important as a Christ follower to interpret life through the lenses of a biblical worldview. Once we lay the foundation, we will look at current issues that impact our world and society and explore them through the lenses of a biblical worldview instead of a worldview from society, culture, modern media, or social media. I do not desire to tell you what to think, but teach you how to think so that you may be able to filter current issues and events through your own biblical worldview. You may not always agree with my view, and that's okay. I'm open to any comments that you may have on the subjects that we explore. We are broadcasting from the studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. When this trek originally airs, I will be heading back to Arizona for the week as we continue ramping up on Phase 2 of the Mesa Townhome Projects. The scope and magnitude of the project is formidable, with a lot of details which we need to focus on to keep the project on schedule. When Hazel returned to Children's Hospital last week, her blood counts had dropped again, so they delayed her next round of chemo treatments until this week. She will be tested locally to ensure the counts are high enough before heading back. It is our prayer that she'll be able to continue with these treatments on a timely basis so it does not extend our overall regimen any longer than required. Last week on our Wisdom Wednesday, we explored how to shape a biblical worldview. And today we'll extend that subject and focus on what the starting point is in shaping a biblical worldview. If you missed listening to the last two weeks, it would be good to go back and catch up on day-721 and day-726. So today we will explore a worldview starting point. We ended last week with the foundation of a biblical worldview, which comes from the Apostles' Creed, which says, We believe in God, creator of heaven and earth. A worldview must offer a way to live that is consistent with reality by offering a comprehensive understanding of all areas of life and thought, every aspect of creation. As we said earlier, the starting point for a biblical worldview brings us into the presence of God without delay. The central affirmation of Scripture is not only that there is a God, but that God has acted and spoken in history. God is Lord and King over all the world, ruling all things for His glory, displaying His perfections in all that He does so that humans and other heavenly beings may worship and adore Him. God is triune. There is within the Godhead three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The concept of the Trinity wasn't fully understood until Christ was bodily present on the earth, and really, not until He was resurrected. Even today, for most of us, it is difficult to grasp the concept of one God manifested in three aspects. To think wrongly about God is idolatry. Thinking rightly about God is eternal life, which John chapter 17, verse 3 explains. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Thinking rightly about God should be the believer's life objective. We can think rightly about God because He is knowable, at least to the extent that we can comprehend Him through His Spirit that resides within us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 puts it this way, No one can know a person's thought except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thought except God's own spirit. We do have to keep in perspective that we are finite, and it would be impossible to completely know an infinite God. Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 36 helps to explain this. 
Oh, how great are God's riches and wisdom and knowledge! How impossible it is for us to understand His decisions and His ways! For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to give Him advice? Who has given Him so much that He needs to be paid back? For everything comes from Him, and exists by His power, and is intended for His glory. All glory to Him forever. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 infers that we are responsible for thinking rightly about God, but to the point that we really know Him. The more that we mature with our biblical worldview, the more accountable we are to God to think rightly about Him. And this is what the verse says. The Lord, our God, has secrets known to no one. We are not accountable for them, but we and our children are accountable forever for all that He has revealed to us, so that we may obey all the terms of His instructions. God is a personal God, and He has created us to be bearers of His image. God desires us to commune with Him. He is differentiated from any other created beings, from nature and from the universe. This is in contrast to other worldviews which, if they acknowledge God at all, they view Him as an impersonal cosmic being. This being is part of the overall universe, similar to the force that is found in the Star Wars saga. This force is part of the continual ever-changing process, and that the process itself is God, or becoming God. In a biblical worldview, God is self-existent, dependent on nothing external to Himself. God is infinite, meaning that God is not only unlimited, but that nothing outside of God can limit God. God is infinite in relation to time, that means He's eternal, in relationship to knowledge, that means He's omniscient, and in relationship to power, that means He's omnipotent. He is sovereign and unchanging. God is infinite and personal, transcendent and imminent. He is holy, righteous, just, good, true, faithful, loving, gracious, and merciful. God, without the use of any pre-existing material, brought into existence everything that is. The opening verse of the Bible, Genesis 1-1, proclaims, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And John chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 ties in Jesus, the Word, as the second nature of the triune God. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. As we move on, the initial sentence of the Apostles' Creed confesses God as Creator. Creation is the work of the Trinitarian God. Creation reveals God and brings glory to Him. All of creation was originally good, but is now imperfect because of the entrance of sin and its effect on creation which is found in Genesis chapter 3 verses 16 through 19. This is, however, only a temporary imperfection, for Romans chapter 8 verses 19 through 22 tells us that we will be redeemed in the final work of God, which he calls the new creation. The Creator God is not different from the God who provides redemption in Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. God is the source of all things. This means that God has brought the world into existence out of nothing through a purposeful act of His own free will. A biblical worldview affirms that God is the sovereign and almighty Lord of all existence. A biblical worldview also contends that God is set apart and transcends His creation. It also maintains that God is a purposeful God who creates in freedom. In creation and in God's provision and preservation for creation, He is working out the ultimate purpose for humanity and the world. 
human life is thus meaningful, significant, intelligent, and purposeful. This affirms the overall unity and intelligibility of the universe. In this, we see God's greatness, goodness, and wisdom. Next week for Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue as we explore the implications of a biblical worldview. After a few weeks of establishing the foundation for a biblical worldview, we will then view some of the hot topics that are prevalent today through a biblical lens. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover, please email me at guthrie at wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if followed, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 730 treks or read their wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, and to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberman, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.